Joy, welcome everyone. <laughs> oh, Magana Timadandasya. Gyananjana Shalakaya. Chakshadun Milit Amyena. Tasmai Shigurave Nama. Shi Chaitanya Manobishtam. Stapitam Yena Bhutale. Svayam Rupakadamakyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutta Parakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatang Vitam Tang Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishupadaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Shimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Sarasvati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nivishesha Shunyavadi Paschatyadeshatarine Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namah E Krishna Karana Sindhu Dinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshvari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Actually, it's okay. <laughs> I was not getting sound here, but it's coming now. Okay. Yeah, welcome everyone to... Saturday Sangha. 
uh, September 11th, 2021, and speaking and singing from all around the world. <laughs> Here we are together. Uh, I'm in Sadubavan in Poland. Um, September 11th, that date has uh, quite some significance for us who uh, grew up, who came from the USA, uh, because, but also for people in other parts of the world, September 11th, 2001 uh, was the terrorist attack on the World Trade Center and other attempts, also the Pentagon <laughs> in America. I was in Vrindavan at the time uh, that that happened, and uh, I remember I was walking through Loy Bazaar, I think I was on my way to or from Radharaman Temple. It was morning and um, not very many people on the street, but I saw uh, shopkeepers sitting in their shops reading their newspapers. And uh, they would look up and they would see me and uh, whether they knew I was from the U.S. or not, but they sort of identified me with the U.S. And I think one maybe called me over, <clears throat> showed me the headline. Yeah, it was very shocking. And that was already 20 years ago. <clears throat> Are we getting wiser day by day, year by year? Today we have, oh, we have two in our audience. We have Madai Jivanitai and we have Bhakta Anukul, as we call him. Since he's very cool. Uh, so we can sing song of Srila Bhaktivinotakur Upadesha. Song number 11 from Kalyana Kalpataru. In this song, he's uh, continuing to address his mind, and this time he's really strongly scolding his mind for thinking that his body is something special. <laughs> it's a very graphic song, I would say. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, let's see what we can do with it. Um, Ruper Gaurava Kanobhai Anitya E Kalebar Kabunahe Stiratar Shaman Aile Kichunai E Ongo Shit. Dal hobe, onkish pandahin robe, chitar agune hoibe chai. O mind, 
My dear friend, why is your bodily beauty such an object of your proud vanity? Kalebara means body, anitya, not eternal, a, this. <clears throat> Kabunahe stirachar, there's no uh, permanence. This body is temporary and there is no certainty whatsoever of permanence. Kabunahe stirachar. Shoman aile kichunai. Um, there is no shamana, there's no aile um, in coming. I don't quite know how that's being used. E ongo shital hobe. After Yamaraj has paid his visit and taken your soul away, this body will then become cold, shitala. <clears throat> e anga, this body, shitala habe, haibe, it will become cold. Anki spandahin, rohibe, the eyes will remain motionless. Anki, the eyes, spandahin, without, without motion, without life. Chitar agune, and in the fiery funeral pyre, it will simply turn to ashes. Agun um, is fire. Chai uh, means ashes. Chitar, mm, I guess, means of the funeral pyre, of the pile of wood, possibly. Jai Shondarja Hero Darponete Nirantar Sha Shibar Hoibe Bojana Mind, you repeatedly behold the lovely handsomeness of this face. Shondarya, the handsomeness or beauty. Darponete nirantar. <laughs> Darpana means a mirror. Cheto darpana marginam. Darpanair. Darponete in the mirror. Nirantar constantly. Shashibar shibar. Hoive bojana. There will be enjoyment. Bojana. Um, <laughs> Shah and Shibar, it will become nice food for the dogs and jackals. Je bostre adara koro jeba abarana poro kota shabarohibe takon. At that time, where will you keep? All the decorative ornaments, abarana means ornaments, and valuable clothes, bastre, um, which you appreciate with such high esteem. Mm. Para, maybe. Mm. 
Kota Shabu Rohibe, where will you keep Rohibe? Takon. Jakon Takon. At that time. Kota, where? Shabu, where will you keep all this at that time? Dara Shuta Bandu Shabe. Shmashane tomare loibe dagdakori grihete ashibe. Your beloved wife, Dara, sons, Sutta, Bandhu, uh, friends, Shabe, all Shmashane will take you to the crematorium. Loibe, <laughs> they will take. Uh, to the smashana, to the place for burning bodies. And after burning you, they will simply return back to their homes, dagda kori, koriya, having burned. Krihete ashibe, they will go back home. (laughs) You belong to whom? Tumi kar, of whom are you? Ke tomar, and whom belongs to you, uh, of you? <clears throat> yeah, who is of you? Ke tomar. Now just try to grasp the essential significance of all this. Ebe buji, dekoshar. Uh, ebe, these, these things, buji, bujiya, understanding, deko, uh, see, sar, the essence, deho nasho abosho gotibe. Um, that is, the destruction of this temporary body will definitely come to pass. Deho nasha. Avasha, uh, with a V in Sanskrit, avasha, definitely, ghatibe, it will happen. <clears throat> Su nitya shambhal chau, horiguno shodagau, horinam japaha shodai. My dear mind, if you really want Uh, the eternal auspicious way of life. Shunitya Shambhal, Chau. It's actually not if you really want, it's more like a command. Want it, you should want it. Hariguna Shada Gao. Then just sing aloud Gao, the glories of the Lord. Uh, sada always Hariguna Sada Gao um, Horinam Japaha Shodai. So Japaha is in making it into an imperative like a command. Chant Japa, do Japa, Harinam Japaha. 
Shada, Shada it means always, and the E on the end gives it emphasis, Shadai. Like there's She, S-E, this, and She-E, this very one. Uh, you see often, or A, A and A-E. Ku Tarka Chodiya Mono. Korokishna Aradano Bino der Ashroi Tahai Abandoning all useless arguments, Ku Tarka, Ku means bad, Tarka arguments, Charya abandoning, Mana, O mind, just worship Krishna, Koro Krishna Aradana. Do the aradhana, koro aradhana. Koroha, the apostrophe, I think, indicates it would be with H-A on the end, koroha. Uh, Krishna aradhana. Um, for, why? Such worship is certainly the only shelter of bhaktivinoda. Um, ashraya is shelter. Uh, taha, I think is like therefore, or because, so of, vin- of Vinod, of Bhakti Vinod, Tahai, therefore, emphasis. Okay, like that. <clears throat> Rupe Gorava Kenobai Rupe Gorava Kenobai Anitya E Kalibar Kabunahe Stiracha Anitya E Kalibar Kabunahe Stiracha Shamana Aile Kichu Shamana I love Kichu E Anga Shita Habe Ankishpanda Hina Rabe E Anga Shita Habe Ankishpanda Hina Rabe Chita Agune Habe Chah 
Shadiyamon Koro Krishna 
Aradan Kutarka Chariyamana Kora Krishna Aradan Vinode Ashoy Hare Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare Rama Rama Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama, Rama, Hare, Hare, Hare Krishna. Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare 
of ironic we singing sweetly about the horrors of what happens to the material body when it dies <laughs> it gets burned and the jackals and dogs are coming swashibar hoibe bojan it's their bojan <laughs> And, uh, yeah. But the last verse has, verse has the uh, positive advice. Sunitya sambal chao. Have, have desire for uh, the, how does it translate? For the eternal auspicious way of life, sambal. Yeah, this is what we're after. Hari Guna Shada Gao. Always sing the gunas, the qualities. The word guna can mean quality, it can also mean virtue, the virtues of the Lord. Harinam Japaha Shadai. Always chant Japa. Hare Krishna Japa. And uh, the counterpart of that is Kutarka Charya, giving up the bad arguments. Again, the positive side, Koro Krishna Aradhana, do the worship of Krishna. Uh, and why should we do it? To follow the example of our Acharyas. Uh, such as Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. He's saying, this is what I do. And we like to follow our acharyas. That's the safe thing to do. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, again, welcome to those of you who have joined us in the last few minutes. Um, I appreciate your joining. I I wanna I wanna I need to remind myself sometimes. Don't take the association of devotees for granted um, because Krishna could take it away. And then where are we? Then we're in trouble. Okay, so, uh, well, I do have my hermeneutics talk topic, but 
Let's see if any of you have something you want to share before we go into that. Please feel welcome. Any, uh, any news, any special reflections you've had this week you'd like to share? Um, I think we're all very good at kind of keeping things to ourselves, isn't it? <laughs> uh, you know, all kinds of things are going through our heads in the course of a day. And we kind of thank God that nobody is seeing it all. <laughs> uh, there can be so many things that we'd have maybe a hard time explaining. Uh, but what we're also trying to learn is uh, to, to share what is shareable and to make more shareable what we have, because that is also bhakti. As one of our visiting professors in Oxford, uh, who was a, a scholar of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, said, uh, the late Joseph O'Connell, he, he said, there's vertical bhakti and there's horizontal bhakti. Vertical bhakti is uh, the devotion we have going upward to the Lord. And coming down from the Lord is the Lord's grace. And there's horizontal bhakti. There's our devotion that we share. And of course, Srila Rupa Goswami is reminding us in his Upadeshamrita. He sketches very briefly six sorts of ways of sharing, two of which are a bit difficult online, namely, <laughs> namely uh, prasadam, bhukte bojayate chaiva. This is, we can do this maybe mentally, uh, but we can also. If we take it figuratively, we may take, or if we take the word prasada in the, in the more, in the less specific sense, the more general sense, uh, prasada means, actually it means clarity, uh, but it, it comes to mean the Lord's uh, grace or the pleasure, the, what is pleasing to the Lord or how the Lord uh, pleases the devotee, that is prasad. Yasya prasadat, Bhagavat prasado. Yasya prasadan, yasya prasadat na gati kuta api. Kutaha, how do you expect uh, to gain the prasada of the Lord without the prasada of the guru. That's what that verse is saying. And the guru, in the previous verse, it's interesting, sakshat haritva tvena samasta shastrair uktas tata bhavyate eva shadi and then kintu, however, so it starts out in the first half saying, 
the the guru is sakshat haritva is um, directly the quality of hari. You have hari and then haritva, uh, which makes it an abstract noun. The quality of hari, sakshat means direct. Samasta shastrai um, by all the shastras, ukta it is said. And it's also said by the sadhus, uktas tata bhavyate, bhavyate eva uh, shadbi, sadbi. But kintu prabhu yaha priya eva tasya, the Lord, uh, on the one side, the, the guru is the quality of the Lord, and on the other side, uh, he is dear to the Lord. Uh, Priya Eva. Dear to the Lord. So, in other words, that puts the Guru in the same category as we. Uh, we're all bhakta, so the, the Guru is also bhakta. And so that brings the identification of guru with using this terminology, the parallel, sorry, the horizontal. Okay, I'm rambling on. Um, who was first? I just now noticed. There's Pandava Bhagavati, and there's also Dear Lalita with hands raised. Who wants to be first? <laughs> now everyone's going to be very humble. Um, okay, dear, first. you'll be first? No, ladies first. Oh, ladies first. Okay, so Dira Lalita. Good morning, everybody. Um, so it's a, it's a, this is more of a question, Guru Maharaj, and it's also an observation of um, um, our Vaishnava tradition. Um, well, as far as I understand this uh, power um, for the abortion of Sampradaya that we belong to, we worship the Lord in separation. So I was thinking um, about, um, I mean, the Dashtami approaching. So I started reading about um, um, us, the Sakis. Uh, so when I come to the Radhasami, then I will be reading more about Shimitinadhani. So I'm reading up separately about each personality, where they were born, what village they were born in, and uh, um, how much they're older than Radhavani, and, and what's their service for mm -hmm. um, Krishna and Radhavani, what kind of complexion they have, and what kind of clothes they're wearing, and what's their mood. So I, I found it very, very... And, and their service. Yes, their service. Yeah, and what mood they're, they're serving the Lord, and what is it that they're offering? What's mm. that their 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 little service that they take care of um, on like constantly? Mm. So, um, but then um, I was also thinking, you know, once you mentioned Gomorrah's that you were talking about. Uh, oh yes, that's when when uh, Krishna was uh, Kurukshetra. Kurukshetra was. Um, over and he was 
sort of going to Morocco with his wife, and when Gofis came, um, and uh, um, not only Gofis, but uh, residents of Braja uh, came to actually pull the car back to Vindava. So um, I was just thinking, you know, um, because uh, I'm not on that level of that pure separation, <laughs> I sort of connect that with pain. So how do I deal with that sort of um, thinking that that's the actually high separation? So if, if, if that's the, um, like a pure separation that doesn't um, create sort of material pain, obviously, because, because I'm a material body, I'm not pure. Um, how, how do I, in this um, um, brainless situation, <laughs> connect that? Um, um, I mean, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> um, I don't have enough capacity maybe to maybe understand. Maybe it's something that I can't understand in my head, in my heart. Or, um, would you be so kind to um, guide me through that sort of uh, meditation of, that I don't connect that highest love for God with pain? Because obviously, we don't want that pain in our life. Any pain, like emotional and physical and mental, we don't want that in our lives. How do I connect that meditation? Okay, that's not a pain, but it's a pain because the gopis are crying. Oh, when, when, when Krishna lives in Vrindavan. I mean, originally he doesn't live in Vrindavan, but there's so much in separation from Krishna that they, even if Krishna is there, they're still in that sort of separation. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you if you wouldn't mind guiding me through the shastra, the shastric way, so I don't go to some um, parts of speculating about the um, understanding of that um, love and separation. Because I apologize if I. <laughs> if um, I would just. Clear. I I would just say that um, all of our understanding of all these things uh, is through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And how do we understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? We understand through especially Krishnadas Kaviraj, uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita. There are other, other works, of course. Vrindavan Das Thakur is important. Um, Kavi Karnapura is important, but in a, in a sense, um, the, the final word, as one scholar put it, is Krishnadas Kaviraj. And um, so we can kind of satisfy ourselves that um, it's not so much about us imagining ourselves you know, right up there amongst the gopis. That's not going to work. <laughs> that's that's going to be artificial for sure. So, um, so what can we do is we appreciate uh, Lord Chaitanya and... Um, and we appreciate the whole of his 
his life story. I mean to say, yes, there's, of course, there's uh, Mahaprabhu in his uh, deeply intense absorption in feelings of separation in the Gambira, which is described in later chapters of Antialila. Uh, that's there. But there's there's everything else that's described. There's Lord Chaitanya with all the devotees. There's Lord Chaitanya um, exhibiting a whole variety of moods, actually. Different avatars and so on. And so I think um, I think there's no there's nothing to be gained by trying to sort of artificially put ourselves in that in that uh, position. That's not going to work. That's not our position to do that. And Lord Chaitanya himself said that. Gopi bar tu padakamala yor. Dasa dasan. I'm a servant of the servant of the servant. So we're removed from that uh, position. So that intensity of love, which is uh, viraha bhava and vipralamba bhava, um, we see that from a certain distance and we appreciate. And what we appreciate is that it's very it's pure it's intense it's focused on krishna and then we do the best we can to uh, to back that up <laughs> to back up uh, you know we're we're in the we're in the chorus you know like you have uh, actors on a stage uh, the main actors and then in the background there's the chorus they're singing the uh, the the backup, <laughs> and they're by doing that they're participating. They actually are um, they're experiencing uh, in the in the right way what it is for them to experience. Not trying to you know be someone and experience something that's not not for them yeah you mentioned as uh, it's it's really true that radhashtami is coming up uh tuesday huh? yeah tuesday is radhashtami so it's nice that you're preparing in that way reading about the gopis and all their different qualities and services. There's variety <laughs> in the spiritual world. Krishna uh, expands into so many different forms, expanding his um, devotional exchange. Exchanging is going on in infinite ways, really. I apologize, Guru Maharaj. I would just like to ask, as, as we see ourselves in chorus, as a background, just observing, um, I... Not just observing. 
just like in the chorus. The chorus is singing. They have their part, and when their part comes, they're right there singing their part. Okay, I guess you know. (laughs) Yeah, we're not just standing, you know, like, you know, with our hands folded. So, (laughs) Radha and Krishna, oh, what's going on now? I understand. I understand. I was just thinking because when we worship deities personally, they are personal deities, and yeah. um, there is reciprocation um, to prayers mm-hmm. and to um, in different ways. Uh, Krishna uh, personally is present in, yeah. in in our lives, so that's that, that's that's very personal. <laughs> um, yes. Um, and also, when you're in the chorus, in the, you know, <laughs> the background of Krishna Leela, whatever, that's also, the, it's, you're also getting reciprocation with Krishna. It's, it's both and. We're in the background, and Krishna is, we feel that connection. I understand Thank you very much for me. You understand. Well, then you can explain it to me because I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I understand what you just told me. I, I, I do not understand <laughs> more than that. Thank you very much, Guru Okay. Pandava and Bhagavati. Yes. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Uh, for now on, it's just Pandava because Bhagavati is on her way. Uh-huh. Um, I was this is kind of like quick uh, comment and reaction to the song um, because I was a bit too lazy to read it before, uh, but um, it it's so very true and. Um, I mean, I don't want to advertise myself as uh, uh, as the knower, but I experienced this, uh, this event uh, a few years before I met devotees and in uh, Srila Prabhupada's books. I had this uh, near-death experience, I would say. Mm. Uh, it was, anyway, so... The, it was not during the funeral, but just uh, just as a live person, and that was uh, awakening for me for for spirituality and uh, and looking for all the answers. And uh, I'm happy in so many ways that there was no internet at that time because <laughs> for now there's so much trash everywhere that anyone can, even those who are sometimes sincerely interested in in finding those answers are confused because there are so many advertising about uh, uh, death and, and what afterlife and everything. And then uh, to convince somebody to, to Krishna consciousness is more even complicated than, than ever because mm. of the competition. <laughs> And um, so I'm trying to incorporate my experience uh, and my uh, uh, my way of life, and 
sometimes it's it's been it's it's successful. Um, uh, I I have to be sometimes very strong, and because if if uh, the argument is not really strong, people just ignore it. Um, so this is a really great song of Bhakti Notakur. I will <laughs> use also incorporate in, in your online preaching. Yes, I yeah. have a small group. I have a small group or room on Facebook, uh -huh. um, mainly in Polish, uh, because there are so many English-speaking, uh, uh, let's say, groups about yeah. that topic. So. There's so much um, um, competition again, um, and um, so uh, there's not so many people interested. Uh, almost 200 now, but I'm I'm trying to uh, post every two three weeks a new post, mm -hmm. in, in, in encouraging people to. To think about this and uh, to to bring some aspects, uh, of course, with the positive way, uh, not to scare because many people are really scared. Even the term death is kind of scary for many. Um, so today, song is really uh, wonderful, and um, and my question is because I posted it, but I uh, I will just. Uh, Say it now, because of the yesterday's uh, holiday, or many people in the observe it today because of a Lord Ganesh festival. Uh, the only way I've heard is that Lord Ganesh was writing Mahabharata, and maybe something more, which I don't know, according to uh, the agreement with Shilavyasadev. Um, and I found out, because I'm working with uh, many Indian people, they don't know anything about that aspect. They just worship Lord Ganesh. Uh, so if you could maybe say a few words about um, Lord Ganesh in, in this connection. And of course, we, we should pay respect to all gods and demigods. <laughs> and, and of course, Anyway, if you could maybe say You something. mean in respect to his uh, being Vyasa's secretary? Or anything you can, uh, you can say. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's, excuse me, there's the verse in Brahma Samhita. Uh, how does that start? can't remember the first line. Uh, which is referring to Ganesha uh, as, as basically as a servant of Govinda. And that's how it is with, we understand all the divinities. Um, Shiva also, Kshirang Yatada Devikara Vishesha Yogat, etc. Govinda Madhipurusham Tamaham Bajami. So similarly with Ganesha. Um, I don't know, different descriptions are there. Ganesha is uh, especially popular in Maharashtra, all over India, but especially Maharashtra, they celebrate 
Ganesh Chaturthi and, uh, and so on. Um, he is seen as the remover of obstacles. Um, he is seen as... Um, he's identified with transition uh, because he's kind of situated in the... Um, at the threshold between inside and outside, so he's kind of, he's an in-between divinity. Um, there's all kinds of stories about Ganesh. There's so many different forms of Ganesh, multi-headed Ganesha. There's <clears throat> dancing Ganesha. Uh, there's... Uh, mm, Mm. Yeah, and uh, I think there's a humorous side to Ganesha because he's he's um, elephant head, and the story that goes with that, of course, or stories, different ones. Uh, but his vahana, his vehicle, is a rat. <laughs> you know. So. Uh, that's a lot of fun, I think. But, yeah, sometime maybe we can discuss about Ganesh, but that's what comes to mind at the moment. And he's also mentioned in Jagannath Starkham. Mm, yes. I remember. Yeah, he's... Uh, he, is, he is also a form that Lord Jagannath appears as in one of his, one of the festivals after, it comes right after Snanyatra. Yeah. Um, now I want to say, is that okay? Yes, thank you very much. Kaveri, you have a six minute video for the BBT. Um, you wanted to show this. I guess you're aware that uh, videos don't show very well on Zoom. They kind of, they go very slowly or something, but... Yeah, I practiced yesterday with Rati. We connected on a Zoom on our own. Uh -huh. um, yeah, I... I I'm aware that it might be a little bit like that for some, but um, I, that's why I ask if you feel like it's it's something that I could do or it's okay. Go I can ahead. just send the link to YouTube otherwise. No, I think it's nice. Yeah. If you're okay. ready. Would you give me a second? Because I'm noticing that my, ba my battery is about to die. Uh -oh. I'll just connect that. <laughs> Dead battery is terrible. Yes. The, the dead battery syndrome. You have to put the batteries on. The, don't put batteries on a uh, cremation fire. They'll explode. Um, and Sita has something to share, she says. But let's Okay, see. I'm here. Okay. So if I can share screen... Mm-hmm. 
I'll put um, share computer sound, right? Okay. Here we go. A young soul sits in his home, phone in his palm, TV's on so he doesn't feel alone. It seems like the glow of the screens bring a dull light to the room but not warmth to the scene. He's trying to unwind, decompress and sit back, but he feels stressed, he can't clear his mind or relax. I need to get out. Out of this room, out of this house, out of this world of disquiet, anxiety, doubts. Some fresh air. A few deep breaths in the park under the trees before it closes at dark is just what I need. So he takes a walk. He'll sit at his favorite spot, connect with nature. Be alone with his thoughts. The air is crisp. The breeze carries the scent of rain. He takes a seat and hears someone whisper his name. There's no one around but a man feeding some birds, bread in his hand, eyes down, not speaking a word. He looks in surprise as there's a book at his side. The pages stir with the wind and the softest of sighs. It calls to him. What could this be? No one claims it when he asks. I guess I'll take it with me. He gets to his feet, book tucked in his coat, as he heads to the street, intrigued by this mystery. Set into motion by this young soul's need, the eternal prince of beauty has planted the seed. That night, under the light of the moon, this soul's mind and heart are consumed by the wisdom and spirit of this text. It connects him line direct to the source of this world and the next. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Hidden within these books lay keys to unlock inner perfection, to live life in service through a spirit of self-reflection, connection to the divine source, single-minded direction, to the Lord of the heart, this soul's eternal affection. The book lifts his consciousness, his mind is refined to a state of peace This voyage unwinds. Reading summons from the spiritual realm's sacred sound. Embraced within his heart, he deepens his practice. Progress. Day by day. Page by page. Prayer after prayer. And his life is changed. 
The years pass, and the light that ignited his transformation smolders within the depths of his soul, though he never loses sight of the goal. The weight of obligation slows his determination, a subtle burden that slowly wears away his control. He works in the world, doing his best to live with integrity and spiritual consciousness. Though his intentions are good, he's not doing all that he should, he finds that his discipline is being put to the test. But as he sits in his daughter's room, his mind turns back to the magic of that night. The mystic sages, the wisdom, the light, spiritual discipline, service, interdimensional flight to a realm of love and devotion, every soul's birthright. A fresh day, inspiration renewed, the family comes together to clean the temple room. It clears the mind and cleanses the heart. Excitement is in the air, this is a beautiful start. Service to God, Krishna, and chanting his name, devotion to Prabhupada with gratitude that he came to deliver this message through these books and the scripture to paint the spiritual world in a glorious picture. A line unbroken, age through age, from an ancient era to the modern day. His daughter today becomes tomorrow's sage. She starts her journey at the park, page by page, page by page. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Very well done. <laughs> I hope you will like it and you Guru Maharish. Yeah. This is not new, it has been uh, I don't I think last year we made it. Uh -huh. Um but it was very exciting. It was a very wonderful experience also the way we worked as a group uh -huh. with Javi Prabhu and with mm -hmm. um with Bali, with Balaram. Um, it was just amazing. And of course, we were all induced by, by Shishika Prabhu's enthusiasm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. it was very, very nice. And we, we made it like in no time. Like I think in, huh. initially we wanted to make a whole animation, but it was just too much work yeah. for the, the timeline we had. Yeah. So we used the still images with some sort of movement. Yeah. And this was part of... Um, of a webinar that um, His Grace Vaisheshika Prabhu gave oh, online. Okay. So this is just a part of the presentation. And Javi Prabhu made an amazing jingle for the for the the webinar, and and it's also available on YouTube it, oh. if you look for it. It's very catchy. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. I especially like uh, little Krishna wearing a yellow raincoat <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we, we used um yeah we tried to make him like like 
I don't know, I, I visualize him like just being this charming little boy and he's there all along your life. And uh, like you were talking with dear Lolita, like there is this reciprocation also. Yeah. If, you, if you want to look for something. And we also try to approach um, realistic moments in, in, or the struggles that, that we may have in mm -hmm. life. You know, we, we start with enthusiasm and then life and then this and then that. And you still believe, but you, you and then how to reawaken or how to grasp that um, motivation when it comes back. And mm -hmm. I also use references to make it more approachable. Yeah, I use references from everything, mostly my, my personal things. You know, there's, uh, there, there's elements in the decorations and all that. There, there's references to um, one, one movie I liked as a kid, um, The Never-Ending Story, which mm -hmm. is a book. It, it's about a boy reading a book, and it's just fascinating. So there's an element of that, too. Mm -hmm. It was very, very sweet. The whole process was very sweet. Yeah, that's what makes it satisfying. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, be a sage, page by page. Huh? <laughs> uh, Sita, Sita, Sita Sundari, you wanted to share something. Okay. Uh, Hare Krishna, everyone. Can you hear me? Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, okay. Well, Hare Krishna, I'm not daring to say something. <laughs> Thank you so much. And um, Maharaj was mentioning feeling gratitude. And uh, I recalled a, a quote saying, gratitude is not the highest of all virtues, but it is the mother of all virtues. Mm. And so I just want to express this gratitude that I get to be here with you all. And I have met so many of my art disciples uh, through the years. And, and each one I've met, I've been so moved and impressed. And yeah, it's, it's really an honor to, to meet all of you, really. And for me to be here every Saturday, it's like a highlight. And I wake up every Saturday, yay, yay, today, Sangha, Sangha. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for that. And um, very, very happy for you that, that you have your Guru Maharaj. And I'm very happy for him that he has all of you. So, yeah. <laughs> and we're happy to have you with us whenever, you. whenever you're able. Um, so, yes, Sita Sundari is hiding out in central Germany yeah. with her good husband, Radharadya Prabhu. And uh, unless they're somewhere else, <laughs> Spain, Portugal, Madeira. <laughs> okay. Uh, then... Well, we have quite some things here. Chitrakarani is mm, what is she saying? Is it okay if we leave the body without clearly recognizing our eternal identity? 
Well, that's kind of another form of Arjuna's question in Bhagavad Gita. Uh, I should get the exact quote. Um, Krishna's worried about this. What, what if, uh, what if I don't complete my journey? Then what? Mm. Yeah, first Arjuna is complaining about all this mind self-control stuff. He says, I can't do it. And then he says, then he asks, Ayati shadhaya upetaha yogat chalita manasa aprapya. That's the key word, aprapya, not gaining. Um, yoga song said him, kam gatim, what's, what's the destination, gatim? Krishna gachati. What destination does he go to? And then he goes on to ask, Kachin, na ubaya vibrashta, chinna brang iva, nashati, chinna, torn, broken, cut through. Um, abram means a cloud, iva, so like a cloud, nashati. Oh, mighty armed Krishna! Does not such a man, such a person who's bewildered from the path of transcendence, fall away from both spiritual and material success and perish like a riven cloud, a destroyed cloud with no position in any sphere? Vimudha Brahmanapati on the path of transcendence. Apratishta, not established, without any position. Um, a third verse, he says, this is my doubt. I ask you to dispel it completely, but for you, no one is able to f be found who can destroy this doubt. And then Krishna answers, parta naiveha na iva iha. Na Amutra, this is verse 40, chapter 6. Vinashaha tasya vidyate. There's no vinasha. Um, mm, of one's progress. Nahi kalyanakrit kaschit durgatim tata gachati. O tata, O son, friend. Can be son, it can be father, it can be friend, dear one, I guess. A transcendentalist engaged in auspicious activities, that's Kalyanakrit, does not meet with destruction, Vinashaha, uh, either in this world or in the spiritual world. Iha, na iha, na amutra. This life or in the next life. One who does good, my friend, is never overcome by evil. Um, and then he goes on with some more details. The unsuccessful yogi, after many births, many years of enjoyment, 
on higher planets, is born into a family of righteous people or a family of rich aristocracy, um, and eventually, possibly, he's taking birth in a family of transcendentalists. Dimatam. Um, and then the good news, verse 43, Tatra tam buddhisam yogam lavate purvadehikam. So purvadehikam, that um, which he gained previously in a previous body, mm, lavate is gained. Tatra here, um, there is buddhisam yogam, there's a, literally a coming together of the buddhi, there's a revival. Yatatecha tataha buyaha, and then endeavoring from there, tataha, from there, sangsidha, endeavoring for perfection, samsidhao, Um, and then again, more in the next verse. Two more verses. Uh, basically just saying, yes, uh, gradually the yogi re- attains perfection. Tato yati paramgatim, verse 45. So we do the best we can in this life. And we depend on Krishna, and if Krishna wants us to come back again for more more lessons in the classroom, in the school, the school of hard knocks. Ah, uh, no, I don't want more hard knocks. <laughs> um, in any case, we're, we keep going. And that's what Krishna's reassuring us. May I say something, Guru Maharaj? Mm-hmm. Thank you for your answer. Uh, when I was in, in 2007, when I uh, uh, heard about uh, Srila Prabhupada the first time, mm-hmm. so I was hearing from different devotees, and then I had this conception that while reading Srimad Bhagavatam, we should realize our uh, true spiritual, not only self-realization, but also our true spiritual identity with Krishna uh, in the spiritual realm. So I heard it like it's a must, and uh, so, so I, so I had this always in my in the back of my mind. But if I don't know this, what will happen? If I don't know, uh, <laughs> if we're able to reach Krishna, but then we don't know who we are. <laughs> Uh, so I, I try to solve this actually. Um, hmm. Is this true? I mean, is this a correct understanding that we should really? Well, there's two things. There's urgency and there's patience. And uh, it's a bit of a paradox, but uh, that's um, they're both good. Utsaha nischayat dayat. And uh, the patience is important because 
if we don't have patience, there's a danger, and the danger is that uh, we jump into something which turns out to be artificial and which is actually not our identity. Um, and it can be can be quite dangerous. Uh, we can go slipping and sliding right down into uh, quite some heavy uh, illusion. Uh, and that's why, yeah, the patience, the patience is needed to um, go the way up the mountain step by step, not, you know, not artificially jumping. And is it a must to know this? I mean, um, do we really have to realize this? Is it really necessary or just... What's, what's really necessary is that we realize that whatever particular identity we might have in relation to Krishna, uh, in terms of eternal lila and so on, whatever that might be, um, there's one thing that we can be sure of, and that is that we are servant. We are that doesn't go away. And so one can feel peaceful in, in just in that, just recognizing, okay, I'm Krishna's eternal servant. How cool. <laughs> How cool that is. <laughs> yes, I think that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that the eternal, you know, relationship is uh, is going to be therefore dasya rasa. It might be something else, but still, there is going to be the the underlying principle of 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 servant service will always be there. Because the best servant is Srimati Radharani. That's uh, in her utterly super intense love for Krishna. What makes it so intense and so um, exalted is that it's all for Krishna. It's not for her. Which is... Hard to imagine because we always calculate what's in it for me. <laughs> I, I, I really, I'm really happy to hear this because I was finding that stressful uh, that I have to know, but just surrendering and uh, just okay, I'm sorry, this is much. Uh, this is this is great, I think, because always trying to figure out some. This is so. Uh, I don't know. I I don't really uh, find it attractive for me. Try to. No, it's out. not something to figure out. It's not like okay, today we're gonna sit down and figure <laughs> out what is my eternal rasa with Krishna. I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Okay. Vrindapati. There is a lot coming today, actually. Um, maybe it's because Srimati Radharani's appearance day is coming. Um, thinking about our intimacy with Krishna. So, so same theme. Thinking, uh, we all have our personal attractions to Krishna and a type of rasa that seems to appeal more than the other. My question is, how deep in these meditations are we allowed to go? When we go to the spiritual world, are we allowed to hug Krishna, for example? <laughs> Uh, when we go to the spiritual world, we just might be allowed to hug Krishna. It's quite possible. <laughs> um, I don't know, if you're in the bhava of a cow, do cows hug Krishna? Krishna hugs the cows. How? Yeah, allowance, the idea of being allowed, we... I think it comes again back to this spirit of service and spirit of following, but, and also assisting. The idea of service is, um, and yeah, I think this is what makes it interesting, if you like. Um, the idea of connecting with uh, the service of Krishna is, it's all about assisting. So we're assisting our guru. We are assisting previous acharyas. We're assisting the Vaishnavas and on up. And this assisting is ultimately, I mean, this gets a little esoteric, but it's um, one way we've, we've been listening to some talks by Madhavananda Prabhu, and there's this, he brings in this interesting idea of how Krishna feels indebted to the gopis for their utterly intense love, which he uh, feels inadequate to reciprocate. And there's a verse in the um, Ras Lila, Rasapanchadyaya, that indicates that, Naparayeham. Um, Niravatya samyujam svasadukritya vibhudayushapi yaha. I can't, I can't reciprocate with uh, your love, which puts Krishna in an awkward position because he promises to reciprocate everyone's. Yetamang prabhadyante tam sataiva bhajamyam. So, what is the What's the solution? The solution is that he appears as Lord Chaitanya. And Lord Chaitanya enacts, he takes on the mood of the highest of the gopis and therefore having the most intense love and uh, imbibing that mood and at the same time being worldly renounced. He takes... Uh, formal sannyas, so he gives up association of his family and so on. He is, um, by this 
act, by this gesture, and also by this experience, he is, so to say, uh, paying the debt that he, Krishna, owes. But, and this is something I want to talk with Madhavananda about, I should probably wait, but seems to me, and I think he's saying this also, we're all assisting in <laughs> uh, Krishna paying back his debt. How is that? We're assisting Lord Chaitanya. Lord Chaitanya invites all the devotees to help him. He's a gardener. He's distributing fruits of love of God. And he says, I can't do it all myself, so please help. So we are helping out, and this helping... Uh, in distributing the fruits, that is assisting, and the assistance on with respect to the this reason for Lord Chaitanya appearing, paying back his debt. So we are helping with that, and uh, it really struck me this morning. This is really nice, actually, to have have a feeling of assisting in this way. It's like we have we have a um, we have a job to do. <laughs> we have a job to do for Krishna. So I don't know that maybe doesn't address how deep to go, but that um, you know how to measure how deep to go. We go as deep as is real not artificially. I would put it that way. Okay, well, um, a lot of devotees like the video. Everybody wants to connect, wants to get the video. Okay, and the link you have given, and Kirti Dajivani says, gracias, and, oh, here's some more of this topic, okay. Gokulananda Hari asks, what is understood as service in the spiritual world? It is very clear. What is service in this world where everyone has a need of something, something to accomplish, but in the spiritual world? Yeah, in the spiritual world, um, everyone is enhancing Krishna's pleasure. So we're getting glimpses of that in the Bhagavatam, especially the 10th canto. Um, and it's understood navanavarasa damadudyantam rantumasit that in the spiritual world Krishna's making all fresh new rasa, new pastimes for the devotees to assist in. So we can imagine there's... Mm, Every day, some new surprise comes. <laughs> Something, yeah, you never know what to expect. 
Avadutaraya says, oh, it's to me, there is an example in Bhaktivedanta Samrita Sindhu of Narada telling possibly a carpenter he should worship the deities with a desire to attain vatsalya. Doing that, the carpenter did attain raja and vatsalya Mahadev Krishna. Do we sadhakas, can we sadhakas have similar desire when worshipping the deities? Well, again, it seems like we come back to the same point again and again. Yes, but not artificially. Then the question becomes, what is artificial? <laughs> and for that, um, we are keeping ourselves open for Krishna to open up to us how, how we can aspire to be. Of course, it would be, it would be artificial if I start aspiring for vatsalya rasa in the spiritual world, and then it turns out that's the wrong one. But notice in this example that uh, Narada is telling this devotee, do like this, serve like this, and have this mood, uh, this aspiration. So that has to come from the guru. It's not that we make it up. Okay. Hare Krishna. Our fertile imaginations. I'm always encouraging imagination in Krishna's service, but it's something we have to be a little careful with as well. <laughs> We can get we can get lost if we're not careful. And to help us with that, now we come to my topic. Uh, we have Vaishnav hermeneutics. Now let's see. Can I share this? Share screen. Uh, here we go. So I think most of you were with us last week, but in case you were not, uh, we started introducing this topic. Can you all see the purposes of ISKCON hermeneutics? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, hermeneutics is a fancy word for interpretation. And... Maybe it's helpful to say interpretation in the broad sense of how do we apply, how do we, how do we um, digest. There's shravanam, there's mananam, there's nididhyasanam. There's hearing, there's reflecting on, and there's digesting. So we might say that uh, hermeneutics is helping with the mananam, with the reflecting. 
and yeah, also the nididhyasanam, uh, um, the digesting, and um, and I wanted to say I mentioned last week that. Uh, when we use the word shastra, we're using this word in an inclusive way. Uh, sadhu, shastra, and guru. Um, we hear so many things. It's sort of the common story. A new person comes to the temple. Um, in the old days, before they could, if he was male, if practically before they could even have second thoughts, we would shave them up. <laughs> Unlike Anukul here, who has a full head of hair. Um, so shave them up, leave them with a sika. And then over the next few weeks and months, everybody is telling, is giving advice to that poor bhakta. <laughs> do this, don't do this. Think this, don't think this say this, don't say this. And the poor bhakti gets so confused, doesn't know what, what to do. Anyway, shastra uh, is inclusive in our use here. It's written text, it's also oral text, if you like, um, which is recognized by the tradition as, in one way or another, Authoritative, and one of the big questions will be to what extent, in relation to what, in what context, uh, for what purpose is a particular statement of Shastra to be understood. Okay, um, so a little bit of uh, overviewing here. This, this file... Uh, which I can share with you, <clears throat> is called the Foundations Document, and it goes through in just a few pages the whole thing. Um, in fact, it's in 13 pages. The full, um, the full document <clears throat> with all the detailed explanations is uh, well over 200 pages. And um, I suppose I can share that also, although it's probably not the very most final version of it, but it's fairly uh, final. So what is the purpose of, <clears throat> excuse me, purpose of ISKCON hermeneutics? Um, I think we have four purposes here, isn't it? No, three. Okay, so to promote respect, respectful and constructive Shastric conversation. Uh, the opposite of that is disrespectful and destructive <laughs> Shastric argument. So to get beyond that, to respectful and constructive Shastric conversation. Authentic understanding and explanation of Shastric conclusions. Resolution of philosophical controversies within ISKCON. And proficiency in addressing difficult or contentious Shastric statements. 
Now, it has to be said that um, this is not, uh, this program is not what, when I was a kid, we had something called paint by number. You could get something, um, some picture, and uh, it was all in outline, and then each area within the outlines had a number, and you just looked at the list of numbers it gave which color to put. So then you take that color and you fill in wherever that number is. Um, and so there's no thinking involved. This is not paint by number, um, which means also it's not giving uh, pre pre-cooked conclusions. It, it's, it's completely open-ended. So uh, this third point, resolution of philosophical controversies within ISKCON. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. <laughs> we seem to like controversies and, you know, we'd rather have the controversy continue on. We don't want to resolve it. <laughs> It's more interesting to keep having the controversy. Um, so it's not that this course has worked out all the answers, but rather it's um, giving facility for th thinking better with Shastra and discussing better with Shastra. I would put it that way. Um, resolution, yeah, proficiency in addressing difficult. So that's the aim. It's to help us uh, become more proficient, more able, more expert uh, to deal with difficult statements. Um, a second purpose is uh, for has three aspects. One is for individual members, uh, just to help us in fulfilling our personal spiritual lives. Um, I was thinking about this this morning. Shastra, Prabhupada makes this point, I think in at least one lecture. There's two things. There's Shastra with a long A, and there's Shastra with a short A. Actually, maybe this is in the Bhagavatam. Anyway, um, and if one does not um, accept the guidance of Shastra, then one will be forced, one will be controlled by Shastra. And Shastra, with a short A, means weapons. In other words, by... by um, by physical force, ultimately, um, one will be forced by, you know, external circumstances, by the material energy, one way or another, to act in certain ways. If one does not um, pay attention to and pursue. Yeah, I would say lifelong, we're trying to pursue deeper understanding, appreciation of Shastra, 
living in the shelter of Shastra, having Shastra Chakshu, seeing with the eyes of Shastra, like that. Um, and we can say this is uh, something that separates our culture from that of the Sahajiya. Prabhupada talks about this. The Sahajiya is saying, ah, Shastra, it is, this is so mundane. Who cares about Shastra? We don't need... Um, you can say like that, but where will you end up? Um, it's it's it it's dangerous because if there's no control by shastra, there will be control by shastra. And then for ISKCON leaders, unity and diversity within ISKCON. And here I would like to suggest that we are all ISKCON leaders. Anyone who is. Um, engaged in the mission and is even for one other person giving example of practice of um, Vaishnava life is, is an ISKCON leader. And if we're not ISKCON leaders, we can become ISKCON leaders by learning well how to um, how to comprehend Shastra and share it with others. And then for the general public, so this means our outreach, as we say, relevance and appreciation. I would say not just relevance and appreciation of ISKCON, but relevance and appreciation of Krishna, of Krishna's devotees, um, of the culture of Vaishnava, uh, community. So these are three aspects of a second purpose for hermeneutics. And then um, a third purpose to support ISKCON leaders by helping to maintain organizational purpose, ethos, and policy congruent with Srila Prabhupada's teachings. Um, helping to prepare the ground for authentic Brahminical dialogue with broader society and within ISKCON, and helping to ensure the dynamic continuity of parampara as relevant to contemporary contexts and with fidelity to Srila Prabhupada, the previous acharyas, and Iskhan's broader heritage. You can see this is all kind of densely written, and um, it's been, you know, long, long in construction. All of this has been carefully, carefully worked out um, over, as I said, actually over years. <clears throat> mm. Okay, so, yeah, we could probably say much more about each one of these, but I wanted to give a real fast overview to show a, show just what's what we can go into more of. So next what we have, um, 
those of you who were with us last week, I mentioned there's, there's a process that's been worked out, and it's a kind of a path, and uh, it starts with self-reflection about one's own qualifications or lack of qualifications, uh, and then it proceeds to, or it in, in the next section, it includes reflecting on um, uh, qualities, six qualities uh, that we felt were necessary mm, for, uh, for, for doing this, for pursuing understanding of Shastra. And here they are. And before we go through these, uh, just to say what's coming up, then we have 24 principles by which uh, we, we understand Shastra. And to help us to apply the principles, we have 40, not four, not 14, but 40 uh, tools. And all of this is uh, briefly listed here, and then each one of these is expanded in our full document. Um, yeah, so, so the starting point is qualities. And qualities, if you think about it, they're not very measurable. You know, we always talk about how humility is important. How much humility? <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot. <laughs> the more, the better. <laughs> Absolute humility. Um, Prabhu, you're not being humble. What do you mean I'm not being humble? I'm more humble than you are. <laughs> uh, so these... These are qualities which I think we have to say are always ideals that we strive toward. And we never, as a Vaishnava, we never say, yeah, I'm, I've, I've figured out now how to be humble. Now I'm humble. So, you know, I can get a badge uh, that I can put on my dhoti, on my kurta, uh, that says, humble devotee bonafide, humble devotee. It, it never works that way. As soon as one would do that, it would expose oneself as being the opposite. Uh, so there's something always paradoxical about this. Um, and, and there's something elusive about it as well, I would say. Still, we, we don't want to just say, well, if it's paradoxical and it's elusive, then why even talk about it? No, we need to talk about it because uh, we uh, need to pursue ideals. Because if we don't pursue ideals, uh, we just fall down into the material world. Uh, to answer you, Bhaktin Ipek, yes, I will make this um, file available. So yeah, humility and service mood, we have a little elaboration here. 
with respect to um, this hermeneutics process, avoidance of pointless debate or egotistical, uh, e- egotistically trying to win an argument, reflection on personal motives, fulfillment and contentment, exemplary conduct. And of course, each one of these can be expanded. Um, pointless debate uh, or trying to win an argument there's a section, I think it's in this document briefly, that there are three types of debate. We can get to that. But just quickly now, uh, the second one, fidelity to text and tradition. Fidelity means having faith in. So it means trust in textual authority, respect for the author, acceptance of sacred authority, freedom from offense, loyalty and gratitude to gurus and tradition. In other words, it's not coming to the whole uh, Vaishnava Shastra world in a challenging spirit. Some months ago I was uh, attending, as a student, a very nice course on Tattva Sandarbha, uh, by um, Raj, um, uh, what's his name, Raja Prema, um, in uh, Govardhan, very learned devotee, and very de- dedicated. And uh, it was an online course, and one of the students, the first two or three lessons, um, he was always coming up with one or another attempt to uh, to sort of stump the Swami, we say, uh, <laughs> to to find to find uh, a, a loophole in um, in Jiva Goswami's argument, and uh, the instructor came came around uh, on the next session, gave a a very strong and quite heavy talk for about five minutes, saying this is not what we are about here. (laughs) Um, We are simply trying to understand Jiva Goswami. We're not trying to argue with with him. Um, Now that can be a fine line because, uh, of course, the acharyas also are engaging themselves sometimes in argument of various sorts. And uh, we may, especially in the context uh, that we had here, support, uh, no. Yeah, the last of these, for the general public relevance and appreciation. I would say of the Vaishnava tradition, just widely, but okay, Iskan. Um, we're going to encounter all kinds of resistance. So then, how to deal with that? Loyalty and gratitude to gurus and traditions. So, um, this is sort of basic foundational um, attitude uh, that we want to start with as we. Approach Shastra. Discerning search for truth um, means being genuinely interested, uh, 
having ardent curiosity, really wanting to understand, um, giving value to logic. There is reasoning uh, in our Shastra. It's not always clear what the reasoning is, um, but we can assume that there is that Shastra is reasonable. Uh, linguistically analytical. This means sometimes we want to look closely at a text. We may need to look at the Sanskrit of a text uh, to get a full understanding. Being discriminating, being thoughtful, and interrogating, which means something, it means strongly questioning, but also challenging our own understanding getting to the bottom of things. Etavadeva jigyasya tattva jigyasunatmana anvayat yatarekam yam yatsyat sarvatra sarvana always searching for the truth in all circumstances. Oh, the time is going quickly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> honest and authentic conversation you can see, I think, some of this overlaps in various ways, but um, it helps to see the different things. So being respectful, having patience, willingness to listen. Uh, and this, I think, is very important. Comfort with uncertainty and ambiguity. Um, we like things to be in black and white all the time. Um, but what if there are shades of gray? <laughs> Shastra may challenge us with that. Um, a, a devotee links Shastra to life experience. We try always to see the connections to our own lives. And we take responsibility for and we articulate our opinions. So we can have opinions. It's not that we turn off our minds, our brains, our intelligence. Uh, we, we have our own experiences. And ultimately, that's all we have. And we have the experience uh, of, of our own lives, which includes what we hear from Shastra. Again, using Shastra in the broad sense. We hear from our gurus. And so on, this all becomes, we want this to be all part of our experience. Openness to change and transformation. Uh, this means being introspective. Um, and introspective means looking inside, literally, but it also means shining light inside into the dark places, uh, into the shadows and acknowledging the shadows, we may want to say. Being reflective and reflexive. The word reflexive means being self-conscious of the limitations of one's own perspective. Yes, I have my experience, and you have your experience, and these are different. So if I just acknowledge, okay, this is what I see based on my experience, that's being reflexive. 
Uh, being personally detached, of course, this is something, it's an ideal we're all pursuing. Being intuitive, um, well, is that something that can be developed? Some say, you know, you're either intuitive or you're not. Uh, let's just say being the next one, sensitive to the Lord's guidance. Um, being open to the Lord's guidance. Being ready to say yes to Krishna's guidance. And <clears throat> making an effort to consciously apply Shastra in one's own life. And having a genuine love of virtue. Uh, these are all aspects of openness to change and transformation. Yeah, one could write, you know, lots and lots and lots about each one of these. The last one, ben benevolence and generosity, means assuming that others have good intention. So we're conversing about something and we're gets into more of an argument. Let's assume that the other has good intentions. Um, and let us do our best to be kind and merciful, charitable. There's something called philosophical charity. Um, that one assumes the best of a particular argument. Uh, welcoming alternative opinions, not getting nervous just because somebody else has a different opinion. Actually welcoming, ah, oh, that's very interesting, you're seeing it that way. So let's discuss. And um, being happy with plurality and discourse. Not the opposite is my way or the highway, we say in English. <laughs> my way or the highway. Um, and being sincere in outreach. That refers also to what we call preaching. Um, this was um, a whirlwind tour of the first part of our um, our course. I'm not giving this as a course here. I'm giving an overview. And um, there is a course, as I've mentioned last time, and uh, it will be given again soon. We don't know when yet. Mother Ormila is going to be organizing that. But uh, what I'm trying to do is prime the pump and get you thinking that this could be a good thing. Krishna, 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 hey. So, thank you all so much. I want to wish you all a wonderful week, a wonderful Radhashtami festival. Let's all remember, if you're wondering what to read uh, for Radhashtami, one option is Chapter 4 of Adi Lila of Chaitanya Charitamrita. This is explaining quite 
extensively. Um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, resolve that he wants to appear uh, with internal purposes of realizing the love of Shimati Radharani. Okay, we're getting requests for the document. Um, let me ask Dharma Gupta, you're there? Yes, Guru Maharaj. So, if I send you the document, are you able to make it available for others? Yes, sure, Guru Maharaj. I can make it uh, available. Just share the link. I'll upload it and share the link for everyone to download. Okay. Very good, very good. Okay. So, from Sadhu Bhavan to all of you all over the world, thank you again and Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Anantakoti Vaishnavarinda ki jai, Nittai Gaur Prem Anande. Jai, 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 Jai,